0: Good morning everybody, how are you all? Good to see some of you online already and uh, yeah, it's a great morning, sun is out and uh, yeah, we're still locked down in South Africa but uh, one day, one day freedom will come and uh, <laughs> I am so looking forward to that. So um, this morning I'm uh, talking about healing and i um, I've just realized you can't really see my hands. I'm very expressive um, with my hands when I when I talk, so um, maybe I'll wave them around occasionally. But welcome, everybody. Welcome to BCC. Welcome to uh, people from all over the place who are logging in, uh, who are part of the wider family. Bless you this morning, and uh, I trust that you are well and that you are safe. Uh, before I kick off i just need to say um happy mother's day (laughs) happy mother's day to cheryl uh but happy mother's day to all the mothers out there um expectant mothers included uh for a certain young lady in the church ilsa um we pray a blessing on you this morning and um yeah to anybody whether you're a grandmother or a mother a mother of one a mother of many Uh, whether you're a spiritual mother and you disciple people and pray for people in the church uh, just enjoy today and I pray you will be blessed Uh, and that family around you uh, family in the same place will look after you and family, wider family will get in touch so thank you Lord so um, this morning as I said is about healings and uh, I want to talk to you from two passages one in Acts and one in Mark and um, why am I sharing these stories well we we need faith in this season we need uh, faith in the time of crisis and and more than that the world needs a church confident in the gospel and uh, confident in the supernatural and we need that right now so last time I spoke I shared from the book of Ruth about God as our Redeemer, uh, which is all about uh, being confident in the gospel, trusting that the gospel uh, is good news. And uh, this morning I want to talk about God as our healer. And one of the Hebrew names of God is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. So let's let's pray this morning. Lord Jesus, uh, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your authority uh, over sickness and death. I thank you that you conquered death on the cross uh, and that you conquer sickness in our lives uh, and that every day we can come to you and we can seek to you and uh, we can seek uh, forgiveness and we can seek um, we can seek healing from the healer from the one who is named our healer. So um so as we um as we listen this morning if you have any illness or injury uh i want you to add your faith to our faith and to seek god this morning don't wait uh but this morning let's all together seek god uh and uh let's share if you've got something that you are able to share that you want um prayer for then just put a comment out there i've asked our fire team to uh to look out for the comments and start praying. In the background, start um, releasing words of knowledge, declaring healings. Uh, and we're going to to do this thing together. We're going to seek God together. So keep an eye on the uh, on the comments section as we go on. Do you need a breakthrough? Uh, we, as a family, we need some breakthroughs, and uh, and one of them is a healing breakthrough. So uh, let's stand together. Let's pray. Together and let's trust the Lord Jesus together as uh, He comes by His Spirit into your circumstances and mine and provides healing. So I want to start in Acts three. That's Acts three, and right from the beginning, from verse one, I'm reading in the New International Version this morning. Uh, and this title, this section is entitled "Peter Heals a Lame Beggar." So uh, as I say, from Acts three. Acts 3, and starting in verse 1. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder (coughs) and amazement at what had happened to him. Do you need a breakthrough? Let us know in the comments. So in this passage... We see Peter and John, they're going into the temple. They were regularly going into the temple to preach, uh, to share their faith, uh, to pray for the sick. And uh, this unnamed guy, but he's well known. Uh, He's clearly expecting a gift of money, and that's why we guess his family put in there every day, uh, thinking the people will have money and will be obliged to give on their way to the temple. Peter and John have a different gift in mind. Note they don't pray, they speak healing in the name of Jesus. The key is they know they have the authority to speak on Jesus' behalf and so do we as his disciples. A, and a gate in the Bible can represent salvation. Now this guy, he certainly had a lot to celebrate. His physical condition healed, but there's more going on here notice how he was walking and jumping and praising god in verse 8 so he's walking and that's expressing physical healing he's been transformed he's had a breakthrough he was carried to the gate before now he's in the temple rejoicing he's walking walking with peter and john and he's jumping and jumping is expressing emotional healing he's so excited uh this future has has changed um because of this one moment this one encounter this one encounter with god through peter and john his whole future has changed so he's jumping he's excited you know, he's jumping jumping up and down uh he's he's expressing emotional healing he wouldn't have wa- even wanted to have jumped before and he's praising, he's praising God. He's expressing spiritual healing. He wasn't even looking for spiritual healing. He wasn't praying, he wasn't seeking God. He was expecting to live out the rest of his life, sitting at that gate, uh, begging for money to help his family feed him. Also note that he's well known in the community. Um, everybody knew who he was. They recognized him as the man who begged at the beautiful gate. And uh, and so he will have a powerful testimony. And God will often break into a community in this way to build faith so that others will come forward. He often identifies one person, the woman at the well, the Sumerian woman at the well, um, Ruth, as we spoke about last time I preached. All of these people, he identified they have a key to breakthrough for the wider community. Uh, do you need a breakthrough? Have you seen other people transform through through prayer, through deliverance? Have you seen healings come? And, and you're sitting there thinking, what about me? Well, because there's a testimony, there's a promise from God, I will do this again. And i want to share a testimony because some will read the bible and they will think well does god heal today Uh, and we can say yes and amen so many years ago when we were living in the uk uh, we were supporting a church plant into a place called south end on sea we lovingly called it south end on mud as they were huge mud flats rather than a beach Uh, and one weekend they had a series of meetings but Gareth and I were away at a Land Rover weekend, so Katie and Cheryl went to the meeting. Cheryl had had a back injury for many months and had been off work due to the pain and lack of mobility. Anyway, she'd had an operation to fuse two of her vertebrae, which helped to get her mobile, but she had to resign from work as she'd been a community-based worker and there was a great risk of further injury. And that night at the outreach meeting... God completed the work. She was completely healed. (laughs) Oh, the joy when you see someone you love pain free. It was amazing. She could touch her toes, bend, jump, dance, all without pain. We went around all over the place sharing her testimony. And, And yet, she has since developed an unrelated condition called scoliosis, which we seek God for daily. Do you need a breakthrough? let us know in the comments so that we can pray for you I want to move now to the book of Mark and and, uh, chapter 2 Mark 2 and again from from verse 1 just give you a moment to get there if you're flipping through your book or your phone and it's uh, entitled Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man a few days later and he said to them why are you thinking these things which is easier to say this to the paralyzed man your sins are forgiven or to say get up take your mat and walk but i want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins so he said to the man i tell you get up take your mat and go home he got up (laughs) took his mat And he walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone. And they praised God saying, We have never seen anything like this. Do you need a breakthrough? Let us know in the comments. This passage had so much in it and some similarities to the one in Acts. As an amusing aside, (laughs) note that in verse 1 it says, Jesus had come home. <laughs> and so at that time he had a home and therefore it was his roof that was destroyed. But his home will never be the same. His house is overwhelmed by the number of people wanting his help. A time is coming when he will not be able to call his home, his house home anymore. His base of operations, the place he lays his head, will no longer be accessible to him. He was to become so popular and also so hunted by those opposing him that he had to sleep in the bush. The sacrifice didn't start on the cross. Anyway, back to the stories. This guy was paralyzed. The other guy was just lame. (laughs) Sounds so so uh, just lame. Uh, But he was incapacitated. So maybe his arms were okay. Just... In verse 7, trouble with his feet and his ankles. One was carried and the other was brought on a stretcher or mat. Whatever the problem, however big, Jesus is enough. The thing that both stories have in common... And I've just lost my place. There we go. The thing that... um, both of the stories have in common is that both of those in need were carried Katie dragged Cheryl to this meeting in the UK Cheryl hadn't been keen to go because she was tired and in a lot of pain Uh, and yet Katie persuaded her Katie as it were carried her to the meeting one of these guys was carried to the temple to beg little or no faith from those who helped him but a plan for him to raise money for food. Maybe he was a burden for his family and placing him by the gate was a way of easing that burden. Maybe he could contribute to the household by begging. Maybe he had a good spot (laughs) and made good money. The other guy, the paralyzed man, had friends. So I guess the paralysis was recent. People who are disabled from birth don't make friends easily. People tend to stay away out of fear or confusion, even loathing. But these these were good and faithful friends. They were not gonna let any obstacle get in the way of their friend's healing. Not only did they go the extra mile, but up a ladder or steps, and then breaking through a roof. This was a breakthrough moment. What about you? Do you need a breakthrough moment? You can tell us. You see, Jesus knew his authority. Jump to, you don't have to go there, but Matthew uh, 28, 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority, all authority. What does all mean? It means all. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And this is our commission. This is what he asks of us. Out of authority. His authority given to us. Imagine the scene back in Mark 2. They're in a dark and packed room. Jesus is off to one side sharing a parable or expounding an Old Testament scripture. The whispered respect of those Inside, maybe somebody at the door repeating his words for those outside. And then comes the sound of feet scratching and digging in the roof, which would have been mud and straw and sticks. The dust begins to fall. People in the middle trying to move away, and people towards their walls pushing forward so that they could get a better view. Shouts of amusement and anger coming from outside and suddenly there's light bursting in. The hole is widened, heads appear, questions asked, maybe greetings (laughs) and jokes, some muttering, nonetheless. Once the hole is big enough, a man is lowered to the floor on ropes. to much laughter and maybe applause. And Jesus, who now had a roof to repair, was both amused and delighted at their faith happy to forgive the man's sin notice jesus forgives sin he forgives his sin resulting in him being healed so the um had a spiritual root. these uh, two sets of verses in mark and acts show us the multi-dimensional realities of life The interaction between our spiritual, our soulless and our uh, physical natures. Our physical body, our soul, the heart, the emotions, the will and the spirit that lives inside us when we're born again. But not everybody's happy. The teachers of the law, the Pharisees, they thought that Jesus was blaspheming. And while not ready to challenge him openly, he knew in his spirit what they are thinking (laughs) in their hearts. He challenged them then, and he challenges us now. He knows in his spirit what we are thinking in our hearts, thinking in our hearts. What is in your or my heart? Do we need a breakthrough? He knows, let us know. But that was Jesus, I hear you cry. The Son of God, I hear someone say. But what about this testimony? So while we were living in Clarence, in the Free State, we were part of a wonderful church who had a home-based care ministry called People of Hope. And one of the team members had a mother. Well, I guess they all did. But anyway, this woman, this mother, Uh, on Mother's Day. This particular mother was a very difficult mother, uh, an angry mother, uh, uh, a mother without faith. And her daughter, one of the team, let's say carried her, brought her to an outreach meal for the elderly every month. And she would sit up front and moan uh, and tell everybody the food was rubbish and God wasn't real. And then one meeting... (laughs) While sitting in the front row, she died. Just stopped breathing. And she was there for at least 20, 30 minutes. No pulse, no breath, nothing. Now some people ran away. (laughs) Where are her demons going? The people of Hope team gathered around her and prayed and prayed and prayed. And in the same way, as she faded away, She came back to life. And then telling everybody, get out of my way, take me home. Later that same day, when she had processed what had happened, (laughs) her daughter led her to Jesus. And she and her whole household were saved and baptized. The household. One healing, many salvations. Francina was brought to Jesus so that he could bring her back to life and save her. And when we pray and we witness, this is what we do. We bring people and their issues, their conditions into the presence of God. Do you need a breakthrough? (laughs) Let us know in the comments. Just a quick aside. (laughs) Healing is a mystery. Yeah? it's not automatic it doesn't um we we have prayed for people and they have recovered and we've prayed for people and they haven't jesus in mark 6 and verse 5 was limited by the lack of faith in his hometown now that's jesus as a man limited not not jesus as god but their lack of faith in his hometown meant he could only heal a few. <laughs> I wish I could say that, you know, pitch up at home at a weekend and only heal a few. That would, that, what a testimony that would be. So in Mark 9, we hear that the disciples couldn't drive out a spirit. And so when Jesus came, he had to intervene and then he had to explain how they could have, could have helped. This type takes a lot of prayer was what he said so it's not automatic there's not a system it's all about our faith in john 2 jesus turns water into wine and the servant's role was to take the water becoming wine to the wedding guests from this we learn it's not us that conjure up the miracle you know we don't have potions or uh, incantations we just put our trust in Him. Our faith, the person's faith, whoever has faith, we bring our faith together, our mustard seeds together. Sometimes just our worship builds an atmosphere for healing. So what then, do we, do we step back because it doesn't always work? We can't press a button uh, and healing happens? No, we take every opportunity. We pray at any and every time without fear or failure. After all, we're just bringing the water to Jesus so that he can turn it into wine. We have a friend, Ben, in KZN who we are praying for. He's been in hospital for a week and we pray every day. Every time we get a news update about Ben, we pray. Do you need a breakthrough? Let us know in the comments. Let us pray for you let us pray for you. And um, I just want to pick out four, uh, four little bits of wisdom, if you like, that I think we can see in these two passages. The first is these verses are about faith. Uh, Peter and John had faith. <laughs> the four friends who broke through the roof had faith in the healing power of the gospel. And uh, today, those of us with faith, you and I, we reach out. We're called to reach out to those in need. And are we those four friends? That's the church. That represents the church. Our friends, our neighbors, our colleagues, our family, our children. Are we bringing them, carrying them as best we can to Jesus? Driven by faith, love, hope. Is it faith that calls us into this hurting world? In this time when we're in lockdown, uh, we can do things like this. We can share uh, testimonies. We can share good news over the internet. Um, We can touch those that we live with. Uh, But we can also touch touch those we're far away from, through His love. For those of us in need, those who've um, shared this morning, who are we being carried to Uh, the people who carried the lame guy and the teachers of the law were leading people without faith in jesus so who are we being carried along by are we carried along by people of faith people who are trusting that the lord is good god is good or are we caught up in all of the stuff uh On the internet all of these expressions of of fear of conspiracy of you know the the end of the world the world will end (laughs) Um, but so much more is going to happen before it does and then um worship both stories end in worship and so As we love people, as we uh, share our faith, as we pray for people, does that cause worship? Do we see worship? Because the God, as sorry, (laughs) the world needs a church confident in the gospel and the supernatural, and they need us now. The world can't wait another, uh, another three months while we get our ducks in a row. They need us now. We're to be out there now. Calling on His name. Breaking through in our authority. Sharing testimonies of His love. So, <laughs> loads of words. What about action? Have you been healed this morning? Test, test what, what you couldn't do. What you couldn't do, test and see. Can you now do it? And if you can, then please share. Let's build a bank of testimony of what God is doing on the earth today. As we read about what he was doing many years ago and we build our faith based on truth, We also build our faith based on testimony. What has Jesus done for you today? Thank you, Lord. Testimony is a powerful promise from God. I've done it before, I will do it again. Once again, if you haven't yet commented and and you need healing, let's not let too late. It's not too late to put a comment up. We will watch. The comments through the week and continue to pray for you and let's do that let's do that now so fire team i know you're out there i know you're busy praying um let's pray let's pray together lord we just lift all of those who have either told us or haven't told us uh, their frailty their injury their um their disease we pray in Jesus mighty name for breakthrough for transformation for healing one touch from him and everything can change so just open your heart and your mind to him this morning and allow him allow him give him permission so often we're unsure we're insecure we're we you yeah, know Uh, who is this God? And does he love me? And if you're not sure, then (laughs) read the book of Mark. Read the book of Ruth. Talk to friends you know, who you know are Christians in a spirit-filled church and allow their love to minister to you this morning. And as I close, once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there uh, we pray for you uh, that you would receive whatever breakthrough you need in this time when we're we're uh, much closer as families much falls on the on the mother uh, to build a an atmosphere of peace in her home and so we pray for all the mothers we pray for all the fathers (laughs) that they would be (laughs) looking out for the mothers we pray for all the children that they would pick up responsibility today of all days and let's clean and cook and bless uh, and give as we do in jesus name in jesus name thank you lord and bless you all.